answer to us. They're serious! Shut the fuck up! Open the fucking doors and pick up the money and throw it in the flatbed. You open it, they're just gonna kill all three of us and take the money anyway. Dave, you just worry about putting your arsehole back in your arsehole and leave this to me. This guy's fucking around. He's throwing bags on the floor. God fucking damn it. Now listen up, fuck boy. I said throw the money in the fucking flatbed. Try to get clever again, and old boy is getting a face full of shit. Just do what he says. These guys are fucking serious. Get in the truck next time, you fuck night. Sorry, pal. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ginger Flicks. I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And how have you been, bud? Uh, I've been enjoying the decent weather we've had the last few days. Dude, I don't know. I think I'm getting really old. <laughs> Just because I'm like, it's so hot. Well, like, okay. But then again, a... I feel like sometimes the elderly like the heat. Like, I always think of Seinfeld when they're like, please turn on the air conditioning. And like, it's hot in here? Like... <laughs> no, what was it? It was uh, a, a family guy did a, something different where, you know, uh, Carter was able to actually touch the thermostat and it controlled yeah. the room. He's like, like... <laughs> He was like, oh, it's so cold in here. Let me turn the heat up. <gasps> He's learning. <laughs> oh, geez, it's sweltering. Who touched the heat? <laughs> turn it down. Wait, I could turn it down on my own or something. Yeah. It's 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 kind of like that, I guess, right? I, I suppose. No, I just mean outside. I can't turn down the heat outside. No one can. So you can't. I, unless we were you're, storm. You're you're oh hello. Why couldn't we be storm, Joe? <laughs> we could be in a storm. Does that count? Been there, done that. Oh, <laughs> haven't we both? Um. Yeah. No. I. I I actually had an opportunity to do something I have never done before. So recently it's been my brother's birthday and he wanted to go snap golfing. And so I, uh, I had the day free and, uh, yeah, I actually spent the day golfing first time ever. When yesterday, actually today, early today, cause today, cause we're recording on the seventh, which is the Monday. I had the day free, so I went golfing with my brother. And uh, thanks for inviting me, Tony. <laughs> I, thanks, I man. Thank we you. We didn't know you golfed. If we did, we I have never have golfed. You. I know, but I've never golfed either, ever. I have mini putt. So have I. Mini putting is fun. But, but no, apparently... I'm, going on, I'm going on this podcast right now with a lot of shade thrown at Tony on his birthday. You should. You should. Thanks you for should inviting me, Tony. We should call him up. We should call him up and say, hey, hey, I I'm so upset I dropped something. <laughs> but say, hey, why didn't Josh get an invite? They were yeah. actually looking for another person, too. It would have been a shit show. Let's put, let's put it that way. We had to let, like, at least a group go past us because these these were all these older guys that were just so fast. 
<laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know you could golf now. Apparently, golfing in Ontario is like the only thing, sports-wise, that's that's allowable, because it's really just your group, and and that's it, right? Like, if you don't have to go in, you only have to go into the clubhouse to register. But then you're outside the whole time, and it's not like you're bumping into people out there. It's everybody's sort of just wide open. They do want you to wear a mask though when you're at least in the cart, mm-hmm. which is fine. Then once you're off the cart or whatever, you can take the mask off and do what you got to do, mm, putt fair. or you know, drive or whatever the words are. I don't know. Uh, I did terribly, obviously. I'd, I'd be the shooter McGavin to your Happy Gilmore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We would have to get on. We couldn't get on the fairway, let alone off the teeing on point, let alone past the tee off point, right? Uh, it, it, it's, it, it, it was interesting. Let's put it that way. Apparently, though, one of the guys that were passing through, we told them, like, this is my first time ever. And he's like, oh, that's cool. Thanks for letting us pass. But this is one hell of a course to try to have your first try on. So apparently this thing had all kinds of like uh, water traps, sand traps, like weird curves and mm. turns and stuff. And uh, also this course, um, <laughs> basically we lost a bucket of balls between the three of us. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a full bucket. That was like a, like in the water or whatever? Anywhere, right? It would go like... Because all three of us, because it was my, my brother, myself, and my brother-in-law, and our brother-in-law, Andrew. So we went out, we tried all this, and, you know, we'd either hook it into, like, the, the bush there, or just, it was a mess. But it was a lot of fun. Anyways, that was, you know, me at least getting to enjoy this weather and stuff, aside from watching a movie. By the way, the reason all this preamble is because the movie we watched... It's not Happy Gilmore. <laughs> it's not Happy Gilmore. It's just not that interesting also. It's, In it's my opinion, not, it's not It's not happy at all. It is downright depressing. We What movie did we watch, Josh? <laughs> we watched The Wrath of Man. The Wrath of Man, which is a cool movie, uh, which is a cool title for a movie. I'm going to give you that. No, it's a very cool title. It had a lot of, like, good things that could have been a good element to it. First off, it's written and directed by Guy Ritchie. Did so he write off, it? Yeah, he, I think he was one of the writers on it. Oh, or if not the writer on it, or he just maybe gave another writer notes. But again, it's a Guy Ritchie movie is the point here. Right? Good Lord. And this, this is the tricky part, you know, because Guy Ritchie... And in my opinion, has had more hits than misses. Yeah, I think but so. Unfortunately, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna go off early with this one and say he kind of put it in the miss column. At least for oh. me, I don't know what you thought. Uh, yeah, it's a it's it is um, it's a hard pass for me on this one. <laughs> like, it's one of those. So right right off the top. This movie is, it's weird. It's like when it's sometimes it's one of those things when the trailer advertises a movie in a certain light compared to what it actually is. 
because I, I thought I, this was just going to be a straight up Jason Statham action thriller. Well, like, what that's did, what I thought. I, I didn't even see the trailer of this thing. I didn't know it existed until you told me. Yeah, no, I, I saw the trailer and no, but that's why I said, let's do this. Cause Hey man, it's a, it's Jason Statham in an action role. Great. Mm-hmm. Like, and directed by Guy Ritchie, who he's worked with, you know, plenty in like his classics. So yeah, like, Sweet, I mean, this is- Snatch alone, I love. It's one of my favorite Guy Ritchie movies, and I think the other, the one that he's not in that I really like is The Gentleman. Yeah, but he was right? also in uh, Lockstock, which and Lockstock I, and all that stuff. Like, which I haven't seen actually. I've I've never seen Lockstock, but I've seen Lockstock, but that was like a long time ago i think it needs to go on yeah. our list Re- regardless though, everyone says it's a great movie and yeah, yeah. I, I love it's, snatch snatch is fantastic Snatch is i are it's for me it's it it's my favorite guy Ritchie movie and i it's, i tend yeah. to like guy Ritchie stuff so when you yeah. told me it was a guy Ritchie movie and it had jason statham yeah i was excited i honestly yeah, we, was excited and it's what it we was got just, was not what I personally expected. I thought it was going to be a little bit more. I want to say quicker, quicker, a little bit more. Like the the most recent one would be the gentleman, right? There's yeah, that's the last Guy Ritchie movie I think, and that was last year. And I I love that movie. If anything, that's probably one of my favorite movies of 2020. I mean, mind you, it's not a huge stretch, but it was I either lo- like 2020, 2019. Like, no, it was, was 2020 because it came out in like last January, February, something like that. So was it, it in January? Yeah, it, no, it's a, it's a. I can't, good... I couldn't remember if it was January or December. Sorry. Yeah, was... but no, that's that's a 2020 movie. But regardless, I like I love that movie. And actually, after watching The Wrath of Man, I was like, you know what? I want to watch The Gentleman again. It's been a long time, and it and it, to it be is, honest, like it is so well done. It's also it, though. He does a better job in The Gentleman of the time cuts, too. Because this movie has a lot of time jumps where, you know, it will start at one point, then jump, I don't know, what, three months sooner? And then it jumps three months back? Yeah. Or something like that? Or, like, it'll go yeah. three months sooner? It was, and then, it was and like then, three, three... And then you follow the storyline yeah. for, like, another two months, and then it jumps five months back to where the beginning of the story is yeah to show you they, those events they had to show the beginning three times the, yeah, be- the I, opening I, sequence three times from three different perspectives but ultimately the opening perspective was didn't kind re- of unnecessary it, it did need to happen like that's no, the and, whole, and that the was the whole thing, thing. Too, what was what i found frustrating was because it was from an awkward like so the whole theory of it, like it's it's this movie is basically about robbers who hit armored vehicles that deliver and you know collect cash, you know like I I know here in the GTA they're called Chub or maybe another company I can't think of it but the point is it's those armored vehicles that you know go into banks and other places that have large amounts of cash on hand and they collect them right. So the whole the whole premise of this movie is that there are people that break that you know hold these things up, a la almost like it's literally almost like bank robberies in the Wild West. The way it portrays it in this movie, it seems like every 
friggin' three months an armored vehicle is being like knocked off in the same city. It seems that's even a huge qu- crime issue. It seemed quicker than that too. Yeah, because, I don't because... understand why or like now. It seems like everybody or every criminal in that city is just knocking off these armored vehicles, and also. Yeah. Even if it wasn't self-defense, there is a scene where Jason Statham's character just like pops off a full gang that's trying to like knock off the arm, like that's trying to rob the armored vehicle that he's working in. Yeah. How was there no police presence at all in this movie? There was none. Well, and why? Correct me if I'm wrong, but like in when there are those armored or those money trucks. Yeah. Usually they have an escort as well. They have, I, 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 it's been a while since I've worked in a bank. But usually but they do, right? They'll there have like usually a, is, the way it usually goes is, at the least, I think they'll have three guys to a truck. But I mean, right? Okay, so but don't they usually have vehicles along with them like police no 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 no, no. those guys no those guys are armed themselves which is believable yeah okay what i found hard to believe was that it was only two guys to a truck the only time there was three guys in a truck it was when jason statham's character is getting trained Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. other than that like from what i remember again it's been almost a decade since i've worked in a bank but when those guys would come, there would be at least three. So two guys would take the shipments in or out. One guy would stay with the truck. Okay. All right, that's fair. And and, mean, and the other thing too is everybody would get out of the truck. So the guy stands outside the truck, literally with a firearm nearby while mm-hmm. it being locked after they've unloaded. Yeah. So so again it's and and then like just being anytime you're working with cash you never ever are allowed even technically even allowed to like for example go into the vault or open any depository by yourself there are two sets of codes and they change like once a month and the only people that get them are like the head teller Mm -hmm. or and the um the branch manager or so, or 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 whatever and and then I, I and mean, then they do share them depending on responsibility or I whatever mean, but, but again, even in even in recent years like this isn't i mean i'm only thinking about this now now that you're telling me because yeah you have experience working in a bank yeah but if correct me if i'm wrong like i remember over 10 years ago now uh, right you know having to take out a large sum of money and that sum of money being only like just over three grand let's say okay and and the teller actually was like did you make an appointment and i was like an appointment what are you talking about they're like well if you're taking anywhere anything over let's say it was 2500 2500 not 25,000, 2500 you had to make an appointment so they had enough money and i was like what it depends You're on a the bank. Br- no, no. It depends and on this the was branch. downtown okay. Toronto. Okay, though. but here's here's how it works. Was it like a main branch on on uh, King Street? Oh yeah. Okay, but here's the thing though. The tellers at that time, because they didn't have like the uh, cash 
like the 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 machines that would actually just pump out cash it saves it saves the tellers a lot of time because all they do is literally fill that thing first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and then and then they operate for the whole day right yeah. they usually no, have just, enough i just meant so, i assume that banks don't have as much money on hand anymore no they don't it it's been like this for all and this is why you 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 have to make an appointment for a certain time if you want that much because the teller only gets so much cash in the morning when the branch is open, right? And mm-hmm. that's how it works. So then they'll give it to say what you've ordered to the head teller. And it doesn't matter what the lineup is doing. You make sure you go to that head teller. Or if it's a business account, you go to the business teller. Now, this is just the inner workings of a bank. It kind of doesn't have anything to do with the movie. Other than what I'm trying to say is, I don't think there were enough people working in terms of being with the truck. Yeah, and that's fair. Because there's no way, there is no way they would let a driver bring in the money by themselves. There is no way. Mm -hmm. There weren't enough people. No, and that's... The only time that we're close to enough people was when um, Jason Statham was getting trained. Now that's that was one of the hardest things for me to wrap my head around, and it's only mostly based on the fact that I kind of have a remembrance and an idea of how it operates in that regard. And and again, anytime money is being exchanged, you always at least have to have one person with you at mm-hmm. all times. Like, yeah, not even I, branch managers are actually allowed technically in the vault without a second person in there yeah right so that's that's just the way it is like the the actual vault itself there's like the big safe where most of the money is kept and like the branch i was in there was just a uh like a smaller smaller safe there was the full vault because it wasn't a big branch it was it wasn't a big it was a wasn't a massive vault or anything safety deposit boxes but again, you always have to go in there with someone. Doesn't no, matter. Does not matter fair. if you were that, getting like coins or whatever. You just always had to have somebody either at the door of the vault while you're going in. Or because it's not like there's a camera in the vault. Hmm. But that's no. that's that's one thing this movie would just it doesn't it doesn't grasp yeah. that concept and that's just it's it's an accuracy and it's what, sort of nitpicky on my part well this is one of those things so i mean that's cool see i don't even know that stuff i just assume just from watching movies they always have mo- like at least four i thought it's at least four guards in a car because there's usually two in the front and two in with the money like in in the back just sitting there with guns like just from the movies i've seen like that's what i assumed but they had less than exactly that. it just it just it and like what also makes made it harder to believe is that one driver so in this movie right one of the crews that are robbing banks is linked up with another group and like the whole premise here is it's a revenge movie because i don't know what jason statham was originally he might have been a the leader of a of a crew that robs these trucks because Mm -hmm. I I guess he's like one of the biggest richest like criminals in the city or the country or whatever. They don't really do a good job of explaining that. I I still don't know what his 
previous life was. Exactly. You, like, you know it was no, like something intense, but there's no that's explanation as to why he can fight. There's no explanation as to why uh, he was at that job sort of in the first place. Uh, the you know when um, when we do our first flashback and you yeah. see what happened, yeah. right? So um, essentially, yeah. what happens, and this is a big spoiler because this is what happens on this but show. See, this is the problem. It's not a spoiler. It's in the trailers. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, so I haven't seen this trailer. Like that's this is ridiculous. But that's what I I'm don't saying. understand. So, then. So, so go ahead, though. Go ahead. Yeah. So what this movie does, they do a a jump back, and apparently. His son is killed at the bank robbery in the beginning. And he just happened to be there that day when somebody at his crew, again, this is why I, the, 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 I guess if they're in the city of Los Angeles, like this, in this, this, this movie posits a world where multiple criminals, multiple crews of criminals are robbing armored vehicles and the police are doing nothing yeah and they're not saying like okay how about we put more money into this like the police you know? are instead doing of you know, nothing instead of having millions of dollars stolen how about we invest in getting some more guys and better trucks no nobody nobody no, just just invest in more guys with the vehicle well that's what i mean, you know what I mean? that's what i'm saying like, more guys these guys better better uh guns i guess i don't yeah. know more guys like, have another truck tailing how, them how is it that multiple armored vehicles are being robbed multiple times in what i guess guesstimate in this movie the, the full span of the movie takes place up to about two years to a year the from the be very beginning to when it finally goes down at the end it's in that know. frame of like a year and a half, maybe a little bit more, just because of the massive time jumps alone. I, I thought the the present time. So when Jason Statham gets hired by the truck company or whatever, the security company to the end, it's maybe two months. No, it's longer than that, because they said no there's way. like a big dude. They said there was another big month jump forward. Ugh. There's too many. There's too many to I follow. No, no, I agree with you. But that's why there's I way thought, too many I to follow. I thought it was maybe two months. Movie. No, 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 no. There's a few months going on. Uh, even then, though, it's at least from the first instance of the beginning when that first truck gets robbed to then, though, is also is is at least eight months. So that's almost an entire year, anyways at least at least eight months so let's maybe that doesn't even take into account the storyline because then there's another storyline thrown into this along with jason statham's random storyline about you know his past which is very vague and weird but then there's a storyline of the guys who actually rob the armored the, vehicle the trucks the armored truck at the yeah. beginning of the movie and that whole sequence from the first scene you see them to again the end when they do the final heist or whatever 
that's at least a year, mm-hmm. maybe more. I think, I think like this movie spans a long chunk of time, but it jumps all over the place. Yeah. And what's frustrating is not only has Guy Ritchie himself done things a little bit better in this regard when having a movie being out of sequence, it just felt like a, a poor attempt at Tarantino style of storytelling. Yeah. It oh, 100%. really did. And, and what makes it more frustrating on top of that is that, like I said, Guy Ritchie does a better job of it, has already done a better job of it on his yeah. own. Yeah, it it definitely felt uh, – I think the problem was – okay, so like I said, you know, you haven't seen the trailer, but when I saw the trailer, it just seemed like sort of a mix of, you know, John Wick, Nobody, something like that. You With know, a lot of butt kicking and all that stuff, it, right? It seemed like a revenge flick or something, you know – even like without remorse or whatever like guys someone in the protagonist family dies he wants revenge right and we've seen that story played out thousands like so many times hell we've done you know nobody and we've done count of monte cristo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right like we've done things where you know that count of monte cristo so far is probably our best revenge movie that we've done well in all fairness i think it personally i think it is one of the best revenge stories of all time like period agreed um you know it's just such a classic tale and the thought put into it you know from the main character and stuff and that's it so but but the problem is like let's say taken to to account of that story we know who um Edmond Dantes is we know what he does at the beginning we know he's he's in this uh relationship and then it's all taken away and he's in jail for years he comes back revenge right like the story is played Mm -hmm. out there's no you don't need a mystery in that this movie it felt like they it felt like there's an action story but then they tried to make it too serious for what it actually was yeah I mean I commented to you that the score of the movie is so du- like dark in tone and it's so intense but it almost like somber so ominous ominous for, like, almost like just this but at points when it was feeling. unnecessary it was unnecessary but like again, you think like, it's gonna build up but again like even with a guy Ritchie movie though like usually the soundtracks are pretty good even if they're not using like you know uh, the same kind of music that like a Tarantino would do because Tarantino mm. and music in his movies, it's it's another facet of the movie altogether. Like it makes it's one of the things that make a Tarantino yeah. movie so good. Yeah, the music is almost like a character in, in itself. It, it's so true. Like we had this conversation just about Pulp Fiction recently anyways. Mm-hmm. But like and and even in some respects like some guy Ritchie movies the music again yeah such a huge part and a huge character yeah and it's even like even and it's not like the same style of music that Tarantino would use but again it just it does it's so well done in other projects but in this one it felt like it was the same song throughout the whole movie I think maybe it was a different song at another point but it was so just dull and somber and well, just like it's it was it, there was nothing behind it at, at yeah. by the time it you get think, to the point where it meant anything 
it was all meaningless because you had heard that song throughout the whole movie. It made me think a little bit of Man of Steel, right? Like Hans Zimmer is a fantastic composer, you know, and um, he's like mm-hmm. he he is a remarkable um, composer or whatever you may call it, you know. Into uh, I know Dash loves them. You know, but no, he is amazing. Like, if you think about the Dark Knight series, you think about Inception, etc. All the movies he's done with Christopher Nolan have been, you know, fantastic. But this one, I don't think it's Hans Zimmer, but it's just like when it came to Man of Steel, for example, it didn't have that uplifting tone that is Superman. And yeah, this movie, it started with that ominous opening but you know you saw that the people like the the people in the armored truck they all died Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you're like okay so so okay it did lead to that but that was literally the same score throughout the entire movie even when there was the action set pieces or anything like that it was the same thing there was no there was no height there was no moments of levity there was no um there was no like thrilling moments it was just that dark ominous tone mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I was like i didn't feel good watching it and maybe that's what he's going for to be honest i was thinking about that uh but it's just you need it's like how do i say it it's like the english language you know it, it's almost like you feel like yeah you're you're in a university lecture from a monotone uh professor and you're bored this movie it never jumped in levels it stayed at one level and you lose the audience that way well christopher benstead is the composer on this and again he's done so many like he's he was the composer on the or at least part of the music department of gentlemen and aladdin which is another guy Ritchie movie yeah i I enjoyed i enjoyed aladdin and I honestly, I enjoyed the music on, uh, you know, Gentleman as well. Yeah. He was an editor for Wonder Woman. I, I'm just reading his IMDb off right now at this point, right? But okay. like, apparently he's the music uh, supervising music ed- editor for the new- next Bond film whenever that comes out. So this guy has got some like, you know, pretty damn good movies on his music credits even if he's just like a a consultant or like an editor or whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyways, that's not the point here. It's just at this point with this movie, it just for whatever reason, you know, it just, it doesn't, it didn't work in this movie. It, it felt like, (laughs) like, you know, when you watch a John Wick movie, Mm-hmm. you're just in there for the body count you know you're in there you're watching it to see keanu reeves take well, some at names. this point like with this movie i was kind of hoping that but that's what you're thinking you're watching a jason get, statham you movie get, you don't get much out of that you get maybe like the one sequence in the beginning and like but that's the other thing with this movie and it's, just, it's boggling my mind how how is it that there are so many people trying to hold up armored vehicles in that one city it yeah, doesn't make is, sense why is post malone there <laughs> post malone is one of them like why, why is he, are why so is he, 
<laughs> Why is so he showing up movies. as a criminal in these movies? Because I'm tired of him. Come on, it's look, it's the tattoos on his face. Look, I liked his music. Isn't in, he a ginger? In, or am I thinking of someone else? He might be. I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like he's a brunette, but. Hey, look, I, I liked his music in Into the Spider-Verse. You know, <laughs> Addie loves the song Sunflower. Well, there you go. I'm down. But, dude, I, I, I got to like, I gotta say, too, that opening sequence that we saw three times, that was some of the worst acting oh my we've God. seen on this on this on this podcast it it, it was you know i mean it was, it was pretty was, bad it was pretty it, rough. it literally felt like people were reading off cue cards i was like whose nephew is this what who like it's one of the I, uncles I swear, the producer I think, I think the one guy was reading off a cue card because he was not on screen it honestly it was you know what i mean so there's bad. in the beginning of the movie there's a black and white guard and one guy is off screen and the other guy isn't like I, I i'm almost tempted to think it was like a producer or something till they actually found an actor to do that scene maybe because it was so bad it was no, so it, bad it because, was horrible because the guys have no more dialogue in the movie after that yeah that's what i mean it was just an opening sequence they just set the movie up or whatever and that's it and, and it's not good. It's, and it's not like, good. And, and it's it's also it's it could even just have been crappy ADR. You don't know because it's not like you see these guys' faces or anything like that. It could have even been added afterwards. That's how like mm -hmm. bad it was. It was I know, not I, good. I was thinking that I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe they filmed this before COVID, and then they couldn't get these extras or whoever they were yeah you know extras with dialogue to come back and do adr for their scene so they got someone else to do it it's just, i have no idea it, it was just, not good it was but, frustrating and, and at the bottom line they didn't need that sequence to begin with no it was done three times pointless you we saw it so often that you could it didn't do anything at that you could have um you could have done that with it you could have you because this is this is the problem this was the problem that we both have with this movie is that it's almost trying to be too intellectual for its own good you watch these movies like i was saying john wick and stuff for the body count so it's like an episode of frazier no but frazier was enjoyable don't get me wrong um yeah but yes yeah if you but, wanted to feel stupid for a half hour <laughs> But you feel like I think that's I think that's what a lot of people's biggest complaints about Frasier were. It's funny, but I feel like an idiot after I watch it. Dude, okay, you can have complaints about it, but it lasted like ten years, and they're bringing it back. They're reviving. It. <laughs> what else is Kelsey Grammer gonna do? He's gonna play Frasier Crane till he dies. Like he should straight up. I, hey, why not do it, man? You're you're a champion of justice. Oh, dude, like. Um, but no, so the problem like, that's, that's one guy who should have been they, in more movies. It's true. He's done some bad ones, so he needed yeah. he needed more good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but that's the problem. It's like this movie, like you were saying, is like that they had that reveal that his son died, and they did that reveal about an hour or whatever, forty minutes into the and movie. I just I didn't it, care anymore. They didn't need to make it a reveal. <laughs> just start the movie like that. We get it. Yeah. It just that's it. It. it, it, it. You could have done a reveal in that. 
like, it, let's say they started the movie off with him meeting up with his son, and it's then he goes like, and why gets not, killed. Why they, not have him be like the whole thing about him being a, a criminal or something? That was stupid. It was honestly stupid to me. Why not have it like you know John Wick style, or like say even like a Taken style where he's an ex, you know, either hitman or an ex sure. um, military or sure. ex or ex uh, like a secret service or something. 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 You can this, make it, he's you an ex. Done a- he's he's just a criminal. And we don't even know what kind of a criminal he is. Yeah, we don't even think he's the boss because I feel like he. Well, no, they kept to... calling him the boss. They did. Okay, you're right. You're right. They did. Right. But but he I kept think it's the other asking... way around because Andy asking... Garcia, like Andy Garcia, is like he's credited as king agent, which makes zero freaking sense. I don't know what that yeah. means. Uh, but <clears throat> Andy Garcia, I guess, is like a lead guy in some investigative bureau, be it the FBI or the CIA or whatever, mm-hmm. a better movie would have been a get rid of the armored car business because who gives a shit. And I'm saying this just yeah. because it was pointless. It didn't do anything. No, it right? did. They, it did nothing. It was like, it was like he supposedly suspected it being an inside job. Great. He only interrogates one person out of the it, entire crew that he yeah. works with. He to be only honest, suspected one person, yeah. and it was what, the chick. What they needed to do, like you're saying, is it needed to be the sun dies right at the beginning. Right away. Jason Statham sees who did it, right? Like, or sees the crew. Does Maybe he doesn't see the guy who killed him. Honestly, Goes after the point, one person in that crew. But he can still, like, let's say we we didn't work together, but we got the, the job from a person in the company. Then he has to go into the company. Like, he needed to do a little revenge, then go into the company and figure out who the inside guy was because at the end of the day the inside guy didn't even matter like no he, no jason Statham didn't get revenge on the inside guy he only got revenge on the one guy that killed who, his kid and barely on the actual crew like it yeah, needed to only, be him like, taking out the crew one the by crew one was by like one six people and not only like <laughs> oh my god and it's like how how was there this adjacent statham movie and there was like no hand-to-hand combat yeah nothing like nothing this guy no the action was boring is one of the best like hand-to-hand fighters in movies like ever in my opinion he's one of the best you know what i mean he is up there do it with like with his martial like his martial arts i guess background i don't know if he did any like competitive martial arts or whatever but like you know he's one of the best at that like a hand-to-hand combat especially in movies you know what i mean this movie had just because he's a stunt guy exactly this movie had jason statham and they squandered this opportunity 
Yeah. Right. They sidelined him. He didn't do too many stunts in Snatch, but that wasn't the character. But he yeah. still, it was still a he more didn't do that many stunts in. Uh, yeah, I was like, he didn't do that many stunts in like the Italian Job or anything. But he, but was, he was still, still interesting. Fun. He was still interesting. I'm freaking out. I'm throwing my mic around. God. Mm. <laughs> like he was. No, it's true though. He was it's, so much more interesting why, in other movies. I just don't get. That's why. That's why it didn't feel like it felt like there is a a fun action movie hidden in this movie. Oh, yeah. That's what it should have been. But instead, it was sort of this revenge thriller. Like, in my opinion, the whole thing of of him getting his crew to hunt down the people who... Uh, uh, he suspected killed his son again. Again, there's a lot of people in the city of like I assume it's in yeah. Los Angeles that, for whatever reason, tried and just to, to rob armored vehicles. There is a lot. Yeah. Hell, you know what? It, they could have even made the reveal though that Andy Garcia was a bad guy, and the reason why they needed that Jason Statham. That would have been a better move. It's like it's like the reason why they he needed Jason Statham to work that day was because they were trying to kill him anyway. It's like they could have done you know it would be convoluted or whatever, but it could have literally been. How how was it? Just redo do a a redo pretty much of John Wick. That's a much that's much more fun. And at this point, I don't think anybody cares. No, we just. You know, just make it. I mean, he's like, done. It all could these... have been a movie where you know, again, it's like wrong place at the wrong time. You know, it just him and his son just go to this spot. Hey, let's grab a, a, a burrito or whatever the hell, and then the bank robbery goes down. Yeah, and lo and behold, he now is so driven. It might even be like. Like he's not any but anything at all, but he's just that driven. You know what I mean? Like, or just say he's an ex-soldier and he's that driven, or something like that. Just to a sort boxer, of ex- like, yeah, just huh. to explain how he is so calm and cool and collected. Yeah. Or you just when, show him like at a gym. I don't know. Just like him punching a bag. Like you don't need to. It's just this one. But like, hey, we were saying. The action sequences were so boring. Like that they were one not point, interesting. There weren't enough. <laughs> this is an point, action movie that only had two action sequences. But when he jumps out of the car and he starts taking guys out, he doesn't do any like dodging. He's not like intense in any way. He's it's sort of it would be like badass in a different way, but he's standing there. He's not they're reacting. Just, they're just missing. Yeah, he's, he's shooting them, reacting. but he's standing there in full like view of a bunch of guys with yeah, it's not way like he's, heavier guns. He's not. It's not like he's ducking like, behind anything. No, he's no, taking he's, guys out with like a hand pistol, and these but, guys have semi-automatic weapons or automatic, <laughs> or what, automatic machine guns, and he's just like pop, pop, pop. It's pop. like it's like it's that's <laughs> it what Arnold big, could do. It was like Arnold could do in the eighties. It was super easy. Barely any to steal from Screen Rant but <laughs> in pitch that's, meeting. But that's but what yeah, Arnold did I, in the 80s, okay? Arnold could do that. And Arnold dodged. Even Arnold, Arnold attempted dodged. to dodge. 
Even he knew he wasn't bulletproof. Like, oh my god, this guy. He stood there like Superman, and they just didn't hit him once. He's even loaded. Like I said, he's even loading the gun. Not even that quick. Just like, but nah, like taking like his the, time. The, the no one's shooting at him. In this movie, were so boring. So boring. Like, okay, the final <laughs> heist sequence. I had no idea what was going on. Me no either. clue. I'm like, how is this so? I want to say convoluted and just jumbled up that I don't understand exactly what's happening. It is too mm -hmm. chaotic. And I, yeah. I mean, you That's kind of I mean. want was... some chaos. You kind of want some chaos, but you, you want controlled chaos, right? You want to be able yeah. to understand what's going on as a member of the audience. And I just, yeah, I didn't and get that. Also that whole thing, when it is revealed that whatever the guy's name was, um that was the inside man bullet bullet right i was like bullet well, no. <laughs> but let's he's... go back let's go back for a second and talk about oh. the stupidity of the nickname so many nicknames so everybody that works there this guy bullet gives everybody a nickname for no real yeah. reason which is cool that happens it, sometimes it reminded me groups of friends or whatever it's kind of yeah. like it was it was it was like it was attempting to be you know how Top Gun was kind of cool about that with the nicknames? Like you had Maverick and Goose. And Iceman. And the Iceman, you know. This you had nicknames like <laughs> Bullet. And I don't know, Junior and H. I wanted I wanted Hugh H. Jackman to show up like from X-Men 1. Be like, what do they call you? Wheels? Like, it was so... <laughs> and again, it's like when you have a nickname too... Like it was like, what? And again, I, I thought of uh, Captain Holt when he's like, yeah, my, my name's Hill. Okay, we'll call you H. That's the say He has a one-syllable name. It's the same why do you need, syllables. It why do you need to matter. shorten... Like, why do you need to shorten it? It didn't make sense. It's um, like... <laughs> It's like I if it was like my name's when Henderson. I, when I okay, go we'll with, call you H. Yeah, that works. When sure. I go when I go by Joe, right? Instead of Joey, I'll get it's like calling me Jade. That doesn't make sense. That's the same amount of syllables. It yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. It's it it doesn't make sense it's at like all. It's like saying L O L rather than just laughing. <laughs> BRB. I'll be a, when people me. say it, I say it. B R B. We are busy. I add a syllable. Um, <laughs> I, think yeah, that, it, I think I think yeah. Snoop Dogg has the the copyright to adding syllables to words. You, you should be careful. For sheezy. <laughs> For shizzle. For shizzle. <laughs> yeah. So be careful, Snoop. Snoop. If we're stealing your extra syllable usage, we're sorry. We love you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Sorry. okay uh is there anything else you want to add about this movie because no well so we okay so we get because here's the thing you know it's like okay maybe he's trying because it didn't feel like the movie was trying to be realistic right so we get to the sort yeah. of the final act uh you know so the guy reveals okay all right these I'm guys the are gonna rob man. I'm the inside man. These guys are gonna rob us, and you're gonna let it happen. Oh, what do I get in return? Your life. Okay. Um, 
there's no bullets in your gun. So if we live in this world where Jason Statham can just stand there and shoot a bunch of guys with a pistol while everyone I else forgot about ha- this, you know, everyone else has <laughs> machine guns. Why can't he have a knife Fuck on him at least? Movie. Why can't he have Not another even. gun? We literally just said like five minutes ago, Jason Statham is a great hand to hand combat actor. Yeah. Why I, I have a hand to hand fight? I know. I th- in Why the, not in the just truck? have him reach across the truck and punch him or fight him while sending that vehicle in a wild trajectory, yeah. thus throwing the original bad guy's plan out of whack? And then Jason Statham, you know, it just it, it like it just would have made it, this movie needed more interesting moments, and they just were not mm. there. They were just not there. I, I just loved it. Like or or. Ah! Or when he's like, if it's revealed that, like, it needed to be revealed that he already knew that guy was the inside man and he either let himself get captured, but that wasn't the case. He just escaped or he was ready. The guy's like, I'm the inside man. I know you all. And then he pulls out a gun, like an actual gun. It's like, no, no, I I knew you were going to change it or something like this movie needed some more hand like. This movie wanted to have it both ways, where it didn't want to be realistic, but it wanted to be realistic. It just didn't work, right? It was an attempt at being too realistic, while at the same time not being realistic enough. And it was just, it it was kind of frustrating because you couldn't interconnect the two. And it just, ah, this movie frustrates me. Yeah, man. No, I, and this movie is so frustrating because, because like I said, J- Jason Statham is wasted in this thing. He's one of the best hand-to-hand combat like guys in action today, right? He can I still mean, move. I mean, the guy's like, in his fifties, but, uh, but he can still, still move. Like he can, but he can still fight. He can still fight. He can still fight. Uh, and you know maybe he I mean, took I think it because like the it was Rock maybe is is up as the only one that I can think of that's better right the now. Rock, the Rock isn't a better. Fi- I don't think he's a better fighter. Like he's no, just no, a but bigger... I mean, I'm just talking. I'm just talking about like hand to hand combat action movies. I, I don't think he is. The Rock is okay, fun maybe... to watch because he's a because he's a big guy. Keanu. But Jason Statham, yeah, maybe Keanu because I I'd argue they're they're kind of close in age. They are, yeah. so yeah, Keanu. Keanu like, trains, I, and and I'm and I'm sure Jason Statham does. I mean, Jason Statham was an Olympic athlete. Let's not it, forget. It, this. Well, he is an actual stuntman, and I'm pretty sure he's a martial exactly. artist. Exactly. So that's why you watch movies like, for example, Hobbs and Shaw, which only came out two years ago, and you can see that he can still fight and he can like still kick ass. Like, which is his, why I don't get why yeah. there were no fight sequences. Yeah. There was one. There was oh. there was one hand to hand fight sequence, and it was like what thirty seconds maybe not even. I I don't even remember it. It it, it was like it, I remember Jason the one Sta- guy and was they had choking Jason him. Stay in, they stayed them's hands tied. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like fuck you movie. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> it was a waste. It was a waste. So many things were wasted. All right, Josh. We have now come to the time where we rate these movies out of five ginger snaps. And Josh, what do you give The Wrath of Man? 
Still a great title. A great title. Like, uh, I I give it a two. Huh. Yeah. A two. I mean, we've just spent the last 50 minutes or so justifying it. That it, yeah, it's, it's at not, best, much, not much else I can say. It's uh, I, honestly, this movie is at best a two. For me, it's like a one and a half. It's a warm number two. It just, it didn't, too many things just didn't connect for me, for me to enjoy this movie. It, it, yeah. it was an action movie with not enough action. And yeah, it was like, you know, when you have that, be... the acting either needs to be really good or you need more action. Like it's, the, like, it's, it's, it's like, it was the only, you can't have, you can't have like yeah. mediocre I'm... acting and mediocre and, and minimal action. A movie I was thinking about recently, and I haven't watched it in a long time, was The Town, right? Right. The Town is about a bunch of criminals, and there is okay. a little bit of action in it, but it's a solid movie, right? It's but the ben acting Affleck. and the story are probably like top. That's shelf what I mean. Stuff. It's it's Ben Affleck directed exactly. movie. Like you can't. And you can't. You know, the have... acting. The acting is is great, and the story. Yeah. I mean, I think it's based yeah. on a true story, actually. But it's one of those movies where it is more of a drama. Is that the one where Jeremy Renner's in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. I've yeah, seen Jeremy it a long Renner, time ago, um, but I, I saw it like when it first when it actually know, came out. Yeah, know, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But that's like, what I mean, right? You can't like this movie wanted to be a drama, but there wasn't enough. <sighs> the acting wasn't good enough. The plot, the the acting, it didn't justify the two best actors in this movie, Jason Statham and Andy Garcia. They weren't used very well. No, they needed to retool this script. I think Guy Ritchie did already. Maybe that's the worst thing. Yeah, maybe you know what he I did. mean because there's like four writers credited in this thing, and Guy yeah. Ritchie is one of them. So I don't think. I like I'm gonna look it up right now how many writers were on this because it was it was a handful. It was honestly a handful of writers. Okay, there were five writers on this movie. That's it? Yeah. Guy Ritchie being one of them. And then like there was like, you know, four other people, which I honestly and truly believe that, you know, Guy Ritchie was one of the three guys that punched up this script and kind of liked the concept or whatever and then he uh you know decided to direct it but i honestly don't think the script was good enough i really don't no. like, there wasn't enough there no it was not good not good no no no, no, not no. good at all well we've come to the time to say goodbye <laughs> so josh there's nothing else. I don't there's know. I don't no, want to go on. I don't want to go on. There is no more we can say about this movie. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Uh, we've said enough. <laughs> Josh, where can they find our social stuffs, folks? If you're listening to the, to the Ginger Flicks podcast, look for us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Ginger Flicks Pod, all one word. Flicks with that X because X marks the ginge people. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, hmm. we're the cream of the crop. We rise to the top. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, macho man. <laughs> R.I.P.
Pirates, right? <laughs> oh, that was fun. Thank you for listening, guys. For Ginger Flicks, I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And we'll catch you again soon. Oh, wink! Oh, yeah.